Give me something. Good morning, another week, another edition of Give Me Something, where we're going to find you something to bet on. And uh, I'm just going to get right into it now and say the $24 Roger Goodell without a tie was probably the best bet that I've ever pulled off in the history of my long, sordid betting life. Got a good group of uh, people with us this morning. We'll start with uh, our man Slug, fellow Denver Bronco fan. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good, very good. Had a, had a nice little nice little weekend doing uh, not much, but um, very excitedly watched Georgie and Felix uh, on, the, on the horses this Saturday. Didn't do very well, but hopefully they're going to do better for us today. I think they've done pretty well so far, so we'll cut him a little bit of slack. Felix got off. How is your isolation going, my friend? Uh, it is going fantastic. And, yeah, a massive credit to you for getting that Roger Cattell no tie. The punters actually got on me to wear no pants today, so I'll actually prove that they're all they're all winners. So, no, I'm not going to put them through that. But, yeah, no, they're very, very good betting from you once again, Ed. I pulled it out of uh, somewhere, that's for sure. And we need to say a very good morning and a slightly belated happy birthday to Georgie Parker. Oh, thank you, Slug. I'd like to not be categorised in the same category as Felix in Mikey in the horse betting <laughs> relation. I'll tell you what, the punters really missed me on Saturday isolation punting. I still had a good day on the punt there myself and I was still getting asked questions by Felix of who to tip. So please don't put me in the same category. Sorry, just Felix. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but thank you. I had a great birthday over here at West. Beautiful day over here. Um, allowed to play golf. Um, allowed to see your friends and, and things like that now. So very, very lucky to live in the in God's country. Yeah, I actually was talking to the, in, the, in a group chat the other day, and they, you could not put me with nine other Perth people if you tried. I would much rather be isolated to one. <laughs> I'm sure they feel the same way. <laughs> They're protesting it out on the street right now. Winning friends in WA. Very good. Good to hear. They're going to be booing you the way they boo at a uh, West uh, I lived, Coast in, lived in Perth for two years. So I'm a local. I've got Perth blood. <laughs> Well, this is indeed the show where we try to dig a little bit deeper and find something besides horse racing and greyhound racing because we do have plenty of other markets uh, on site. Sportsbet.com.au, of course, you can download the app. Who wants to get us started? Slug, do you want to launch it off this morning for us? Yeah, I'll kick us off. I just thought I had uh, someone at the door, so I had to stand up. No one was there, so I'll kick us off. People do knock on my door because they think uh, my tips are that hot. I need to get them in, but I just... <laughs> uh, beautiful segue there from me. Uh, yeah, today we're really looking at the, the Russian Ural Volleyball. So for those furiously scribbling notes at home, Ural uh, means mountains in Mother Russia. So that's a good little tip there. Um, now, I personally do love volleyball. I think it's one of the great spectator sports going around. So... I've done a bit of research. Apparently, they do also play indoors and men compete as well. So, that's a shock to me, but I, I'm sure it's just as entertaining as the stuff uh, they do on the beach. But um, today, I'm going to be looking at the match between academy and military, kicking off just after 1 p.m. today, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So, um, yeah, as I said, I've done a lot of research on this one, and I think I've found some real value for you today. So, the military are paying $1.74. So for reference, these two teams have played, um, I think it's four times in the past eight days. So obviously, <laughs> very close quarters there. So they're going for their fifth match in nine days today. So 
for a bit of reference, the military have won all of those matches, so they're looking to make it five in a row. So they've been a few close ones in there, but I think they've got the mental edge. I mean, you'd have to after four in a row. You just know that they're going to get over the line. So I think the Academy are going to be too worried about watching films and thinking about best directors today. Um, it's close, <laughs> I think. Uh, but, yeah, nice close one. Probably a 3-2, but I think the military are going to get stuck in for their fifth straight win here today. So $1.74 currently live with Sportsbet, so I'm thinking you should probably responsibly dabble on this one. I think we've got military against academy and many things. I'm probably leaning towards military. In <laughs> especially, in, especially in Russia, boys. I think we'll go with the military there. We will pay our respects and move on from the Russian military conversation before we get this thing. Uh, <laughs> we get a few more members on this Zoom chat. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to crash the Zoom. Well, Felix, what have you been delving into here? Oh Well, I, I, fortunately, a lot of the stuff that I delve into isn't suitable. For this podcast, but uh, I will talk about some, some bets that I've found here. The the Taiwanese baseball, of course, the Kia Tigers taking on the NC Dinos. Now, the Kia Tigers have been in desperate need of some runs over the last couple of weeks. They've scored three or less runs in seven of their last ten games. I'll tell you what, if there was this little fat action six months ago, probably wouldn't be in this mess. But here we are. <laughs> oh, like, I always like a reaction from you there, Slug. We know it's just right on the line. NC Dinos as well. May as well be extinct in this league. Lost five of their past six. I'll take the Dinos in their head-to-head market at $1.67. But the best bet, and this again is one that we joke around sometimes on this, but this is legitimate value. The Kia Tigers, absolute disdain for putting... So you combine the Kia Tigers and their disdain for putting anything respectful on the scoreboard. And the fact that five out of the last six meetings between these two teams have combined for less than seven runs. The total today of 9.5 is looking juicy for the unders. Primed for some value there. There we go. All right. Felix has done some research. That was why I was sort of stunned there for a minute, Felix. I think everyone was just waiting for a wildly inappropriate comment that we usually have to cut out of the podcast. I think you're probably... I was waiting. Yeah. We are starting to see... Um, we've seen the Taiwanese baseball. The Korean Baseball League is a few weeks away from starting, as well as the Korean uh, Soccer League, the K-League. So... Well, more and more opportunities uh, to get on board. Will North Korea be involved in that one, Ed? I don't know much about the North Korean domestic league, although, to be honest, <laughs> I, did no one work, does. I did work <laughs> at the uh, Asian Cup back in 2015, and North Korea played in that. And when they, I will say, when the North Korean team came, there was just a sense of, you know, the journalists all wanted to go and, you know, so just to see what it was all about because it's, yeah. you know, you, you never get to see a North Korean team. Georgie, have you, I'm guessing they don't play hockey or do they? Have you ever played against North Korea in your long storied career? No, not North Korea. South Korea yeah. do. Um, North Korea, like I said, who really knows what they do um, or what they're allowed to do? So, no North Korea. Um, I don't even really want to visit North yeah. Korea. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> Now, without doing wonders for the travel industry, Georgie, um, the, uh, what have you got for us this morning? Now, this is really Slug's domain. He loves giving us some definitions of words, don't you, Slug? Um, but I've gone and the Merriam-Webster's word of the year. Now, there are actually eight different words of the year from eight different dictionaries every year. So don't get it confused with the rest of them. There's the American Dialect Society. That's the oldest word of the year. There's the Australian National Dictionary, the Collins, Macquarie, Grant Barrett, Dictionary.com, and, of course, the Oxford Dictionary. But 
I think that they lost all credibility in 2015 when their Word of the Year was an emoji. And they've also had Vape and Selfie as Word of the Year as well. So oh. I don't think they're oh, a yeah. very good source of linguistics when looking back to that very important Word of the Year. Now, we'll look back at some of the other words of the year, and they're quite, you know, progressive in their type. Uh, 2019, it was the pronoun of they, uh, you know, he, she, they, you know, those kinds of words of describing people and how they want to be known as. So they was 2019, very progressive there. 2018, it was the word justice. And, of course, sports bet punters know all too well that we're very good at justice payouts, of course. <laughs> Trade Koch and Sam Mitchell, the justice payouts of their four years later into after their, you know, robbing of the Brownlow from Joe Watson in 2016, the NRL final last year. We had a payout there as well. Iconic moments where, you know, we had ducks on a greyhound racing just last week where we paid out the winner there, whereas a clear winner of Whiskey Hands. So as us as good Samaritans as the bookies, we are good justice payout there. So we know all too well of that one. Some other iconic words. We've got culture, which you, Felix and Slug, know nothing about. Ed, you know, plenty <laughs> it's in your yogurt, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of pies, I think. <laughs> 2008, it was the word bailout, and that was after the GFC. So you're thinking it's going to be something to do with what's going on in the current state of affairs. Now, we have a look at what some of the words are. We've got social distancing. Now, that's the hot favourite. That's Is that a word, us. though? So, well, that's the thing. Is an emoji a word? I wouldn't have thought yeah. so. So really, the dictionaries can do what they want here. Social distancing is hot favourite at $2. Pandemic. Now, pandemic for me is probably my favourite. Now, that's paying just $3. So for some extra value, what I'm looking at is the word self-isolation. Now, I think it's something we never thought about before and that's something that now is in our daily conversation and that is paying $5.50. You can look out and look at recession, working from home, epidemiologist, climate strike. There's a lot of other words down the track, but I think $5.50 self-isolation is a great shout for the Merriam-Webster's word of the year. What's get on the beers paying? Yeah, that's paying 103 <laughs> uh, and we, we can, yeah, not, not they, a good shout, I don't think. How do they judge, is it just like, is it used in like common phrasing or... or? a word that's had a new meaning to it, or how do they judge this? Well, I think they have a, a bunch of linguists. Linguist, is that a word? Linguists. <laughs> linguists, yeah. Pastor. Um, I think they've got a bunch of them. They did have a voting category for some of these um, uh, dictionaries at some stage as well, mm. which I guess it's, you know, the... the the emoji, for example, I understand because that became the year where you laugh, do a laugh face instead of sending a ha-ha because that's when we started becoming even more lazy than usual. So I think there's, um, there's a must be a set category of or set reasoning as to why. Um, mm. I, I did enough research, didn't look into that. No, they'll, get, they'll get everyone together on a Zoom and maybe Zoom should be the word. Well, that, that's a good Zoom. shout. And look, it's not on here and it's something mm. that is a good shout there and um, if if that was the word of the year, we'd be winning as a betting company. Well, these ones are always these ones are always kind of biased as well. You look at the words more, the judging panel of words more affected them. So just with with the stuff I've been sort of getting up to with with Hinge and Tinder and Bumble, it's more <laughs> I'm not interested. Could be the uh, word of the year for me. I don't, think, year, me, I don't think it's. Panel. I don't think what you've been doing self isolation, but anyway. <laughs> we better move on. 
from there. Um, NFL draft. I had a few thoughts on the markets there, but did did anybody watch the NFL draft, which was done extraordinarily unique manner, uh, a virtual draft essentially? Uh, no, I know. I watched our isolation draft instead, and then, um, <laughs> Felix, I think that's why you're paying such good dollars to not be wearing pants today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought there, there is some concern there, is it was this a better, you know, a better way of doing it. But I did find it incredibly awkward how Roger Goodell would sort of turn around to the screen and give the most dad celebration ever mm. and then read out the... Uh, Pick, so. He's the most wooden man in America, Roger yeah. Goodell. Uh, next year, if they do it this way, maybe have a host and then just have him announce the picks. But yeah. I, I think there's some danger that people will actually watch this and enjoy it more. I mean, I like the fact that you were seeing people in their homes. They weren't wearing these you know, outrageous suits and gigantic watches that their agents had bought for them. You know, and marching down uh, to the stage, you were actually in the home with the yeah. families. Uh, I found it really, really intriguing. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool to see the cars that the schools had bought them parked out the front of the homes as well. <laughs> that was a lot, a lot better feel. Did you it get one a- of them when you were playing college, Felix? No, 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 no. Different, uh, different levels to that stuff, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> a bike, maybe. Yeah, um, if I was lucky. I have, we do have a couple of markets. We have some markets on site. If you go to uh, NFL, there's NFL props, and uh, there are a couple. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, Joe Burrow, who's the number one pick, the quarterback from LSU, has gone to Cincinnati. He's paying 350 He's the favorite. I think that's pretty good value when he's going to be asked to do a fair bit for that team. If you look at the other guys, um, you know they're not going to be able to affect it as much, in my opinion. Now, it's a bit of a risk. You may not be uh, Burrow may be on a bad team, so maybe maybe you look at someone like Tua, who's gone to the Dolphins. I think he's paying about nine fifty, but uh, I think Burrow's not a bad thought there. If he plays well at all, that's pretty good value. The other one is Tom Brady's first touchdown pass, and who's going to catch that? He's of course moved to uh, Tampa Bay. We know that. Um, Gronkowski is four thirty three Gronk, but I think Mike Evans again at three dollars, very good receiver. Mike Evans, uh, I think that's pretty good value as well. Very good receiver, and he's potentially somebody you could look at um, as uh, catching that first touchdown pass from Tom. I'm Brady. hoping it's a I'm hoping it's a defensive player that catches his first touchdown. <laughs> good, very well. But be, speaking of that, speaking of interceptions in Tampa Bay, looks like Jameis Winston, who set that record or tied that record for most interceptions last year. He's going to sign with New Orleans with the Saints. So I find that uh, a very interesting. He'll back up Drew Brees uh, in New Orleans. Well, he, the good thing there is he's actually thrown more passes to Saints players than their current backup. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be very familiar with them, won't he? <laughs> yeah. What do you, what did you, I want to get your take, Ed, on, on what you thought. We do digress a little bit. But during the draft, of course, we always see these weird little dot points about players. Now, they seem to just focus on the most negative thing they could possibly find. Yep. What did, what did you think of that one? Yeah, they're getting a lot of heat for that. And if people that didn't see it, then a lot of these players do come from uh, tough backgrounds and there's a lot of uh, uh, you know tragedy in their lives. And, and often it's the thing they use this motivation, lost his father at a young age, who he's dedicated his career to his father, those kind of things. But ESPN really hammered it this year and even put it on the uh, super. You know, it'd be strengths, weaknesses, yeah. you know, dad had issues, blah, blah, oh, blah. God. And yeah, really, really... 
highly unnecessary, I thought, and way over the top, and they're getting a fair bit of heat in the media for that. Yeah, they rightly, went to the, rightly so. They went to the extremes on both levels. Like, even on the other side, it was like, could have been an astronaut, but failed high school. Like, yeah, that sort I of know. Stuff. Like, <laughs> could have gone to Harvard, but, you know, just didn't have the grades. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> we should put some positive ones up for us. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not many to pick from. We yeah. could work on that, absolutely. We don't um, like lying, Slug. <laughs> before we uh, before we sign off, let's sort of recap what we uh, covered here. Uh, Slug, what did you have for us? You were going uh, into Russia, weren't you? Into the yeah, into the Russian Ural volleyball. Uh, I'm taking the military, paying a dollar seventy four against the academy today. All right, very good. Military, let go, military. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> very common. <laughs> Otherwise, we're stuffed. Felix, Korean baseball, wasn't it? Yes, so I've got the uh, NC Dinos taking on Kia, and of course we're going the total under there, under nine point five. You'll get a dollar ninety for that one. I like it, Georgie. For Merriam-Webster's word of the year, just go and have a little look at that. But for me, self-isolation, a good shout at $5.50. I like that very much. And I'm looking a little bit further down the road, uh, either Mike Evans to catch Tom Brady's first touchdown pass or Joe Burrow as the uh, NFL rookie, offensive rookie of the year. Um, before we sign off, Felix, the little birdie, someone's whispering in my ear that you may have something up your sleeve for this show later in the week. Yes, I do. Well, actually, for tomorrow's show, Ed, I've got a very, very tomorrow. big guest coming on tomorrow. Yes, so look, I don't want to give away too much right now, but it is a human. It is a, uh, a sapient being. I'll give you that much, but no, it'd be very excited for tomorrow's guest. Excellent. Very, very good. So stay tuned and make sure you tune in tomorrow. Any last words from you three fine folk? No? Oh, so no, the, the Russian military. Yeah, the military's <laughs> now uh, monitoring this call, so I think we should... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sounds good. Sure. Sounds good. Georgia Parker, Felix Monoff, thank you very much. Make sure you gamble responsibly. We'll see you tomorrow.